Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check, mic check, blah, blah, blah. Hi friends, what is going on? Welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Um, As you can kind of see the past like you know two or three months or so uh the frequency of podcasts have been a little random uh right now august is a fairly slow month for me uh, which is fine because there's always at least one or two months out of the year uh, that are slow for me right whether that's like maybe um one project in that month uh, or nothing right that's only fine right because uh i i do enjoy the time to be able to work on other things right things such as like writing right writing um scripts for short films or for feature films uh, or helping other people out uh, on my on my available time right which i think for me is always fun it, it kind of gets me out of the rut of doing the day-to-day stuff right whether that's uh, commercial or branded content or corporate or whatever it is right uh, it's kind of nice to be able to sit back, look at things, kind of reevaluate where you are, what you've done so far, um, what goals have you hit already, uh, what goals are you still working on throughout the year, uh, things like that, right? So it's nice to even have like a month off to just be like, do whatever, right? And whether that's, um, again, like I try not to to, to judge myself uh, at all, right? If I have a month to, to uh, not be... Uh, working or bringing in uh, income, uh, it's because I already have the past few months already. You know, I'm I'm good. You know, what I'm saying I don't I don't I don't necessarily need <clears throat> that month's worth of uh, of income, right? Because I can put it towards other uh, other projects, right? Which do require time. None of that really is relevant to today's podcast, uh, which is about uh, the Atlas Orion Anamorphics. And uh, I recently used the Anamorphics on uh, on a commercial uh, called Mentor for Change uh, that I I talked about last podcast and I don't know if I if I uh, did say that we won but we did win uh, best commercial and also best cinematography which is always uh, nice to have that validation uh, at the Oneros uh, Film Awards based in New York and pretty pretty stiff competition you know there, there's a lot of good um, films and, and commercials and also really really great cinematography from the other um, aspects right and uh, it, it's crazy to be able to win best cinematography out of all the categories, right? So like, it wasn't best cinematography in commercial. It was like best cinematography out of all the, the submissions that made it to the finalist round. So that being said, I did use the Atlas um, Anamorphics, the, uh, the, A, the A set, I believe, which is the like the first ones they came up with, the 40 mil, the 65 mil, and the 100 mil. I was on the red Komodo, <clears throat> on the red Komodo. And I wanted, I definitely wanted to share anamorphic. I didn't want to use my DIY cow anamorphic setup just because it's kind of a pain in the ass when you want to switch lenses, right? So I was like, well, you know what? <clears throat> Let me just rent the the Atlas Orions. I've seen them before. I wasn't really impressed. And uh, using them, having a full day uh, to use them uh, again, there, there, there really isn't a lot of character. Uh, one, right, compared to other anamorphics. You can use even like DIY anamorphics uh, with like a taking lens and then the projector lens in front of it. Uh, I feel like you can get um, much more character, much more options when it comes to character uh, with the latter uh, compared to the Atlas anamorphics. Um, they, they're, they're, they're clean. Not a lot of uh, like gunk, I would say, you know, uh, besides the flares. The flares I'm not a huge fan of. They're, they're sort of the you know, J.J. Abrams, like, Panavision, C-Series, E-Series, T-Series, like, they just flare, like, everywhere. I'm not a huge fan of that. And then the flaring isn't consistent in regards to the artifacts of the flare, right? Like, there is one shot 
uh, if you watch the watch the commercial, um, there there's like the blue horizontal flare that isn't necessarily like completely horizontal. It's it's like horizontal, and then towards the end, it like fattens up, which is interesting. And then the uh, sort of the traditional lens flare you would get that's like a circular flare from you know uh, every optic is different. It'll give you a different flare. Um, it's like some were circular. The one was like oh, then the other one was like some weird geometry so i was like I, so i'm not a, not a huge fan of flares at all uh on the atlases uh they are the a, they are a t2 which are which is pretty fast uh, i will say that uh the the plane of focus is very very shallow when you're at a t2 right so not necessarily that it's like it, it's it's soft when you shoot a t2 it's just a plane of focus is so narrow that it's really hard to see uh what's in focus right even if you have like peaking and focus assist on, it's like, you know, you could only have one thing in focus if you shoot a T2, right? Uh, so there is that. If you're shooting like sports, like we were doing, part of it was was sports and facts action. Like you can't, uh, I, I mean, I would not recommend shooting at, at a T2. We were, I think for the most of the day, whether that was stuff on the slider or stuff on the movie or handheld stuff, uh, I didn't uh, go past a T2.8. Again, for minus like one or two shots that the uh, our actress Nico was, uh, not moving much at all, <clears throat> so we were able to shoot wide open at T2. But for most of the day, it was like uh, a 2.8 or a 4 or 5.6, right? Um, <clears throat> and uh, the objects, the not the objects, the optics are very clean, right? So uh, I remember one of my friends was saying that the the Atlas Orions reminded him of like uh, a Sigma Cine lens and then just with like an anamorphic adapter in front of him. And so it, do, it does remind me much of that, uh, with the very clean, op uh, clean optics. Again, there's really nothing much to talk about with the with the Orions. Like they're um, again, they're not a lot of characters, so there is that. They are you know fast if you can use them at a T2. And then operating the lenses um, are they're okay. I mean they're they're pretty much what you would get from any other uh, standard anamorphic setup, right? They're like 270 degree rotation throw. Uh, they are very big. Uh, they're they're long. They're wide. They're heavy. Uh, but again, like that's what you get with anamorphics, right? Again, minus like it's a handful of really really. Uh, interesting anamorphics that are smaller, <clears throat> smaller form factor, uh, such as the the PNS Technic, the Evolution Kawas, right? Those are those are really really small actually, uh, until you get to like the I think like the the 100 mil is pretty big, um, but even that compared to the Atlas Orions, they're they're very small, right? So the Atlases aren't they're not going to be like oh man like these are big. Well, if you use anamorphic lenses like Cook anamorphics, if you use um, the Hawk V lights, if you use um, Master anamorphics, right? Uh, they're all they're they are all fairly large um, lenses, right? So I don't I don't think that that's a con of the Atlas anamorphics. Um, other than that, I mean, like, yeah, they're they're okay, you know, as far as rentals go, they're fairly affordable um, for a day rate. <clears throat> I did rent hours from Dingo Cameras out in, in Burbank, so shout out to Dingo Cameras if you guys need camera stuff here in Burbank area, go hit hit them up. Tell them I sent you. And uh, they probably won't give you anything uh, as far as a discount goes, but they're good guys. Uh, and yeah, so like for the most part, there really isn't anything special about the Atlas Anamorphics, right? It is the gist of it. They're 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 good lenses, and they're and they're fairly affordable when you just need a single lens um, housing solution, right? Like you don't want to go the uh, DIY anamorphic taking lens setup, right? You just want to go with an anamorphic, a clean anamorphic setup, right? If that is the case and you want something that, again, the optics are clean, uh, that will give you the two times scope, uh, then I think the Atlas Orions are uh, competitive in that nature, right? They're competitive in the sense that like, okay, you don't want to spend 
the 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 time to be Frankensteining um, a lens setup, right? And you want to be able to use different focal lengths. Uh, you want to be able to change change them out uh, regularly, not having to do anything special, right? Where like your first AC can, you know, just, you know, detach a lens, put on the new lens, and you're good to go, right? Uh, if you're looking for something like that, again, clean optics, uh, two times scope, then then the Atlas anamorphics are are a good choice in that realm. Uh, now, if you're looking for something with a lot more character, I I would stay away from the Atlas Anamorphics just because there really isn't any character at all, right? They're they're just I don't know they just remind me of like Sigma lenses with an anamorphic adapter in front of it. Oh my god, should not have made this podcast episode after I ate lunch. Uh, anyways, I don't know, like they're 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 okay, you know. Um, if you're looking to, I don't know if if I was like a rental house. Yeah, I think a lot of rental houses do have them, the A sets and B sets, so it may make sense for you to purchase a set of the Alice Ryans, um, and then over time, make your money back on them. Uh, if you are a owner operator, or if you're a DP, a uh, cinematographer who is looking to own their own uh, set of anamorphic lenses, I, I don't know, honestly, if I could if I could say yes to that, right? Because one, the rental rates for them are pretty, I mean, they're, they're pretty low, right? So if you think about it, like one lens out of, out of a set, say you're just looking at like the, the A set, right? The, the, uh, the 40, 65, 100, okay? Uh, each of those lenses is about nine thousand dollars before tax. So after tax, you're probably looking at like twelve thousand dollars and some change, right? For one lens, right? So twelve times three is like thirty-six thousand dollars, right? Thirty-six thousand dollars for uh, three lenses, right? And if that means that if you are trying to uh, basically make your return, the return on investment on that, it's not that high, right? Because it's going to take you unless you have the cash to like. You know, just buy the lenses, right? That's why that, that's one thing. But in my regards, okay, if you're going to spend thirty-six thousand dollars on something like anamorphic lenses, right? And say so you've been saving up and you have the cash, you have the liquid to to just buy them, right? There, there is that. Not mean not many people have that uh, opportunity. Other people will probably just make take a loan out, right? And so on and so forth, right? So you have to think about okay, now I have to pay the loan back on interest. So I'm spending more than $36,000, right, on these lenses. And then if I'm only renting them out uh, for, let's just say, like $500, right? $500 um, is like the minimum for, for two days, right? Because most people will be renting out the lenses for at least for at least two days, right? On a weekend or, or even during a weekday, right? Because they need that one day to prep and then the other day to use the lenses and then return them after, um, after the end of the day, after you guys wrap, right? So it's like, you know, $500, right? And at minimum, I think for me, I would need to be renting them out at least at least once a week, um, every week, right? Not just once a week, every three weeks. Like, I know I would need to be renting those out at least once a week, right? So if you think about two weeks, that's $1,000, right? Or maybe $1,100, right? And and so, if, again, if you can rent them out, like, very consistently, very, very frequently, like, you know, multiple times a month, then you will be able to make your, your money back within like what, like a year or a year, a year and a half, right? Uh, but again, there's a lot of people with Alice anamorphic lenses also, right? A lot of rental houses have them. So if you're looking, if you're looking at like a set to own, I, I don't know if I would um, purchase them, right? Especially for 36 grand for what you're getting, like they're, they're okay lenses, right? Uh, I think you're better off using $36,000 to pay for like really nice, spherical lenses, right? Maybe that's like the the Tokina, like the Vista Primes, the Vista Ones. Um, maybe you're looking at um, a set, uh, I mean, even the Sigmas, right? The Sigmas are very, very popular. 
maybe maybe they're not the the best looking um they don't have a lot of character they're not like panavision primos or they're not like cook speed pancros or they're not like cook s4s but they get rinsed out a lot very frequently for uh, many types of work right and and so maybe you're looking at a set of sigmas uh, maybe you're looking at an old set of cook speed pancros right or maybe a set of super speeds right i, I would i would honestly spend thirty six thousand dollars get some super speeds get some lenses that people like using that uh, again whether they're old or new people like using them they get rented out fairly frequently and you can make your money back faster right uh then spending it on on just anamorphics that you know a lot of rental houses have right uh so that is my take on on the atlas anamorphics um again i mean they're they're good looking they're they're, they're there isn't any character but they're clean lenses not a lot of funk to them minus the the flaring the flaring i'm not a huge fan of um i, I wouldn't recommend buying these lenses again if you are like an owner operator uh, meaning you are using those lenses by yourself and you're having to pull focus by yourself I, I would not recommend that i don't think that's a that's a good use of your time on set uh nor is it a good investment right like like a financial investment um uh, anything else i can add to that um yeah i mean i'm pretty sure you've, you've seen like reviews like technical reviews of them like the lenses do breathe um there there is you know a decent amount of uh, distortion at the on the wider the wider angle lenses um there isn't a huge a huge amount of distortion though compared like compared to my calwas my calwas uh my calwa 16h using the sigma 50 millimeter uh there is a decent amount of distortion i would say the 40 millimeter alice alice orion uh there is a little bit of distortion but not a lot right so again maybe maybe you're shooting a, a commercial you want it the, direct, the director if you're the director you want it really clean really crisp uh, you want it very polished, right? Maybe you throw some glimmer glass in front of it. Uh, you're shooting on on a fairly uh, sharp sensor or whatever it is, right? You want you want a clean look, but be able to shoot two times uh, two times scope, two times anamorphic. Then I think the Alistair Ryan's uh, are a great choice. All right, so I hope this episode helped you guys out. If you're looking at getting or using the Alistair Ryan's for your next project or an upcoming project, or if you're looking at purchasing them, um, and again, if you have any other questions I didn't answer in this podcast <clears throat> about the Alistair Ryan's. Send me a message, send me a DM, be, be more than happy to answer any questions that I can. Other than that, you know, the usual stuff, right? Rate the podcast. I'd appreciate it. Subscribe, not subscribe, follow the podcast and do all the social media stuff that all the social media platforms are telling you to do. All right, do it, do it, do it, do it now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, other than that, I will see you guys in next week's podcast episode. Ciao.